Welcome to the Rich Babes Podcast. My name is Rachel Bird and I will be your host. This podcast will discuss all things God, business, and manifestation. I truthfully believe that every woman has a vision of value and a calling to commit to. That being said, we will really break down spiritual law, kingdom principle, and ultimately what it means to be a rich babe. So let's get started. All right, good morning, my rich babe. So in today's episode, we are reading from Psalm 37 and 39, and we are diving into a little bit of intuition and time as a leader, okay? And before we jump into this, I just want to apologize to all of my listeners, all right? I started this podcast originally to dive deep into kingdom principles and spiritual law. And I was, I just realized last night, I was like, I haven't really dove that deep into this yet with everyone. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is why I started it. This is what I live by. Like, we are going so much deeper into this stuff. Okay. So I am so glad you're here. And if you have a Bible, free, feel free to grab a Bible. But if you need a Bible, all right, I highly recommend checking out the John Maxwell Leadership Bible literally has changed my life okay i don't know about you but sometimes the bible can be very hard to read straight through so john maxwell's leadership bible is the best thing ever because it breaks down leadership principles all throughout the book and i will actually attach a link in the show notes so that you can actually purchase one if you need one okay so let's dive into this all right so in this i'm going to start with the notes that john maxwell has written because this just kind of lays the foundation but it says the law of intuition david makes decisions wisely okay do you ever feel as though you need a therapist if so then psalm 37 is for you david writes as a counselor providing wise steps to take as you face crisis and decisions Whenever you feel the pressure of competition in the market, the compulsion to perform or to compare your lot with other leaders, pause and remember these words. David brings eternal perspective and long-term vision that prevents mistakes and short-term decisions, okay? Number one, trust in the Lord and do good. Do what is right despite what others do. Number two, cultivate faithfulness and don't move too quickly. Don't rush anything. Three, prioritize God and his values. He will reward and satisfy you in the end. Four, commit your plans to him and trust him. The results are in his hand. Five, be quiet and patient. Perspective comes when we grow still and think. Six, don't fret or compare. Such anxiety always gives bad motivation. Seven, refuse to get angry at competition. Anger does not bring the results you desire. Eight, put your hope in the Lord. Ultimately, he will guide and use your decision, okay? So this is actually pulled from Psalm 37, 3 through 9, which I'm going to read full, fully like Psalm 37 because I don't know if you're like me, but I hate when people just pull like three verses and you don't know what the rest of the text is. Um, <laughs> so I want you to get a full perspective, all right? So Psalm 37 of David, do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong for like the grass they will soon wither like green plants they will soon die away trust in the lord and do good dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture take delight in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart commit your way to the lord trust in him and he will do this he will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn your vindication like the noonday sun be still 
before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways. When they carry out their wicked schemes, refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while... A little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, and he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose ways are upright, but their swords will pierce their own hearts, and their bows will be broken. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care, and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty, but the wicked will perish Though the Lord's enemies are like the flowers of the field, they will be consumed, they will go up and smoke. The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, but those he curses will be destroyed. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. I was young and now I am old, yet I have... I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They're, they are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be a blessing. Turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will perish. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouths of the right sorry, it sounded like I said mouth, <laughs> the mouths of the righteous utter wisdom and their tongues speak what is just. The law of their God is in their hearts. Their feet do not slip. The wicked lie and wait for the righteous intent on putting them to death, but the Lord will not leave them in the power of the wicked or let them be condemned when brought to trial. Hope in the Lord and keep his way. He will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are destroyed, you will see it. I have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a luxury, luxuriant native tree. I don't know if I said that right. I apologize. But he soon passed away and was no more. Though I looked for him, he could not be found. Consider the blameless. Observe the upright. A future awaits those who seek peace, but all sinners will be destroyed. There will be no future for the wicked. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. Remember that, everyone. He is your stronghold of time of time and trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. Okay, so that was Psalm 37, all right? And the law of intuition was pulled from Psalm 37, three through nine, which was the verses of trust in the Lord and do good, dwell in the land and enjoy a safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still 
before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways. When they carry out their wicked schemes, refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret, it leads only to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Okay, so I'm going to read what um, uh, David broke down again. Um, he said, trust in the Lord and do good and do what is right despite what others do. Okay, cultivate faithfulness and don't move too quickly. Don't rush anything. Has anyone been guilty of that? Because I know I have <laughs> tried to be God in my own life over and over again and rush things. And that's not a thing. Okay. Prioritize God and his values. He will reward and satisfy you in the end. Commit your plans to him and trust it, Trust him. The results are in his hand. Okay. If you follow me on Instagram, I did a story about this yesterday and I was talking about how you could literally be going through hell two feet away from Jesus because you haven't learned how to receive his presence. Okay, and that is a story literally for a lot of us, right? We are forgetting that he's right here and we're forgetting that we can actually trust him. We can trust him with all the details because when we're focused on the details, guess what? The devil is in those details. Okay, so trust that God has already taken care of things. Okay, have peace in the work he called you to. Be quiet and patient. Perspective comes when we grow still and think. Don't fret or compare. Such such anxiety <laughs> always gives bad motivation. Refuse to get angry at competition. Anger does not bring the results you desire. Put your hope in the Lord. Ultimately, he will guide and use your decision. Okay, so that was the law of intuition. David makes decisions wisely. Okay, you're a woman listening to this, you are a wise woman, all right? Be wise, own it. Don't over like don't overthink things, but don't don't be the person that's rushing things. Okay? Trust your calling, trust your vision and lean into God and look and seek his guidance and wisdom. Meditate on the living word and make sure that you're building from that aligned place. Okay? next thing that I wanted to read today is talking about the law of timing. Leaders value time. They do not kill it. Okay. And the first time I read this, I was like, I love this passage so much. Okay. Because leaders have to learn how to redeem time. Okay. I don't know about you, but I hate wasting time. I hate burning daylight and I look at time as a gift. Okay. Literally like Time is like found money, and this is literally what this passage is going <laughs> to break down. Okay, so the breakdown of what John Maxwell says, and this is Psalm 39, 4 through 5, and like always, I will read the full Psalm 49. But um, like Moses in Psalm 90, David shows his mindfulness of his brief time on earth. He asked God to help him number his days, which ought to be the prayer of every leader. Okay. I don't know if you pray this, but I pray this, all right? I always ask for God and his angels to help me number my days. So I would recommend adding that to your prayer list, <laughs> like adding it to something you pray on every day so that you're waking up with intention, clarity, revelation, and vision. Okay, wise leaders work to redeem the time they have. Management expert Peter Drunker identified his leadership principle. He said that good leaders need to regard, first of all, not their task, but their time. A, and I'm going to read that again. Regard, first of all, not their task, but their time. <laughs> okay, everyone should be doing that. A leader needs to wonder if the task is worth the time investment. 
what would happen if the leader wasn't the one doing it? Would there be someone else who could do it just as well for whom the task would be better, would, would be time spent better? A good leader knows that time is like gold and, uh, and good spending habits are essential. It's just that in this case, the units are minutes, not dollars. If you don't know where your time goes, that's a danger signal. If you can save small bits of time and consolidate them into a chunk of time that can be spent on something worthwhile, that's like found money. If leaders can number their minutes and hours, numbering their days will be easier. Okay, so Psalm 30, the full Psalm 39 is, uh, and actually I'm going to read Psalm 38 through 39 because we just came from 37 so that you get that too. So Psalm 38 Uh, Psalm of David, a petition, Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. Your arrows have pierced me and your your hand has come down on me. Because of your wrath, there is no health in my body. There is no soundness in my bones because of my sin. My guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. My wounds fester and are loathsome because of my sinful folly. I am bowed down and brought very low. All day long I go about mourning. My back is filled with searing pain. There is no health in my body. I am feeble and utterly crushed. I groan in anguish of heart. All my longings lie open before you, Lord. My sighing is not hidden from you. My heart pounds. My strength fails me. Even the light has gone from my eyes. My friends and companions avoid me because of my wounds. My neighbors stay far away. Those who want to kill me set their traps. Those who would harm me talk of my ruin. All day long they scheme and lie. I am like a deaf who cannot hear, like the mute who cannot speak. I have become like one who does not hear, whose mouth can offer no reply. Lord, I wait for you. You will answer. Lord, my God, for I said, do not let them gloat or exalt themselves over me when my feet slip. For I am about to fall, and my pain is ever with me. I confess my um, iniquity. I always say that wrong. wrong, I'm sorry. I am troubled by my sin. Many have become my enemies without cause. Those who hate me without reason are numerous. Those who repay my good with evil lodge accusations against me. Though I seek only to do what is good, Lord, do not forsake me. Do not be far from me, my God. Come quickly to help me, my Lord and my Savior. Psalm 39. I said I will watch my ways and keep my tongue from sin. I will put a muzzle on my mouth while in the presence of the wicked. So I remained utterly silent, not even saying anything good. But my anguish increased. My heart grew hot within me. While I meditated, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue, show me, Lord, my life's end and number of my days and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. You have made my days a mere hand breath. The span of my years is as nothing before you. Everyone is but a breath, even those who seem secure. All right, I'm going to read that again. Everyone is but a breath, even those who seem secure. Surely everyone goes around like a mere phantom. In vain, they rush about, heaping up wealth without knowing whose who's it will finally be. But now, Lord, what do I look for? My hope is in you. Save me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the scorn of fools. I was silent. I would not open my mouth. For you are the one who has done this. Remove your, 
your scourge from me. I am overcome by the blow of your hand. When you rebuke and discipline anyone for their sin, you consume their wealth like a moth. Surely everyone is but a breath. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for help. Do not be deaf to my weeping. I dwell with you, with you as a foreigner, a, a stranger as all my ancestors were. Look away from me that I may enjoy life again before I depart and am no more. Okay, so from that Psalm 39 verses 4 through 5, which is show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. You have made my days a mere hand breath. A span of my years is as nothing before you. Everyone is but a breath, even those who seem secure. Okay, so this is the part where in this passage, they're saying leaders value time. They don't kill it. Okay, so everyone listening today, I want to encourage you to pray for Pray to God to help you number your days. Okay, pray for revelation. Pray for clarity. And before we end this episode, I'm going to pray over everyone. (laughs) So, and I'm going to grab, hold on. I want to also share this, which I'll share this in another episode too. But I want to pray one of the prayers that I listened to the other day that I love. And I'm going to do my own prayer, but I'm also going to include this because... You need it. (laughs) Everyone needs it. Okay, so this is Psalm 91. It's being Psalm 91 equipped. Um, It's Cleflo Dollar Ministries I'm giving the credit to for this prayer. Um, And so if you ever want to look them up, they're amazing. But it says, All is well in Jesus' name. I declare I will not be afraid by the terror at night, nor the arrows that fly in the day. I declare I will not dread any disease that stalks in the darkness or disaster that strikes at midday. I declare that because God is my refuge and the Almighty of my home, no evil can befall me and no plague can come upon my dwelling. I declare that God has ordered his angels to guard, defend, and protect me in my house. I declare that God's armies of heaven will keep me from falling. I will walk unharmed and keep anything that is evil from my path. Okay, so that's just the simple prayer that I wanted to share with all of you. But the one that I personally have for all of you in my words and praying over you right now. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the beautiful soul that's tuning in on this Saturday morning. And I pray that everyone tuning in has clarity, vision, revelation, and favor today. I pray that every listener learns how to number their days and truthfully redeem time and not waste it. I pray that every listener on this podcast today truthfully just knows who they are in your kingdom and they stop start operating from kingdom authority and that vision and the self-image that you created them to have. I pray that all strongholds, chains, limiting beliefs, anything that's keeping them from truthfully stepping into the person you've called them to is released <laughs> and broken. Just thank you so much for this day, God, and bless everyone that is listening. Amen. Thanks for tuning in on another episode of The Rich Babe Show. Catch us every Tuesday for the newest episode, but until then, 
Make sure you find us on Facebook at the Rich Babe Community for all things God, business, and manifestation tips throughout your week. All right, loves, we will chat soon, but don't forget, you're worthy, you're whole, and you have been given dominion on earth. So it's your time to create and take your authority back. And truthfully, be that powerful woman God has always called you to be. 